0: Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomer women who are embracing life as we grow older. But we do know that aging has its challenges, and if we want to continue to celebrate our lives, we have to be mindful of our outlook, emotional health, and internal dialogue, and that's where today's guest comes in. Dale Smith Thomas is founder and president of Winners by Choice. She's also an international motivational speaker, a frequent guest on radio and TV, a former Mrs. Tennessee, and an author. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can hear from my voice. I am so excited to have her back because she's one of my all-time favorite guests, and she's been on the show a few times before to share her inspiring and life-affirming message from her book, Good Morning, Gorgeous. So I can't wait to get started. Good morning, Gorgeous.
1: Oh, good morning, Gorgeous. And you know what? I You are one of my favorite shows and favorite interviewers. So I just love being with you, Eileen. And I just, again, celebrate you for all of the amazing work that you're doing and the great information that you're sharing. And we actually have the same spirit, even though we've never met. We knew from the moment we started talking, we were going to be fast friends. <laughs> And that's what I I, what I love about energy and spirit. You can feel it even from thousands of miles away.
0: Well, back at you, Dale, and thank you so much for that. And I want to get into the interview because you've got lots of fabulous information to share. But before we do that, I just want to once again say Good Morning Gorgeous is uh well, actually, I have to say it's a mess because I've underlined it, I've dog-eared it, I've read it over and over again. I sent you a photo, I remember, after the last interview of the way that the book is, is looking well-worn. I will put it that way. Well, but before I just,
1: we get into I this, I love bes- that.
0: Well, and before we get into the specifics of your book, which are, of course, rich and informative, I would like to say a little bit about a certain milestone birthday you just celebrated, because we are talking about aging today.
1: We are, and I just celebrated my 30-30, better known as 60, or 40-20, any (laughs) way you want to look at it. I turned 60 on July 2nd, and I'm sure you feel like I do growing up. 60s seemed so old and then as you approach that landmark you go this is not old this is just a number on my driver's license and I read something the other day I posted them on my Instagram because I try to share positive messages there daily and it said age is irrelevant it's the sunsets you've seen the deep conversations you've had the trips you've taken the bedtime stories that you've read, that's how old I am. Isn't Mm. that awesome? And if we mark our lives by the experiences and the growth that we've had, and then it's no longer an age is no longer this thing hanging over your head. And I think we may have spoken about this before, And every other thing in life, when you become a senior, when you become a senior in high school, a senior in college, or in senior management, I mean, it's the biggest deal ever. So why, when we get over 55 or over 50, that they start calling us seniors, that that energy is not the greatest, the biggest place ever. It's like we are on the downhill slide. And I think it's up to us, and I know, Eileen, you're doing this is to change that mindset, which is exactly what I wanted to
0: do when I wrote Good Morning Gorgeous. Yes, and speaking of Good Morning Gorgeous and mindset, I mean, again, your message is so important and so... Uh, people, especially I think women of a certain age, we are going to relate so much to the aspects of this book. But before we get in, again, I keep saying before we get into the specifics, I would like you to share what you did right before we went on air with me, because I've reread your book, I'm guessing somewhere between 50 and 100 times. And tell me what I I'm going to do next time I reread your book. Well, next time you reread a book, and if you're listening to us and you have a book that has
1: really spoken to you and I have so many different copies of books and I can share a couple of those with you, but I highlight in different colors. One of the first books I ever read as I really started my career as a writer and a speaker was a book by Julia Cameron called The Artist Way. I picked that book up in the late 90s. I still have that book and every time I read it, I highlight in a different color. And in the front of the book, with that highlighter, I write the date. And the reason I do that is if you are really growing and changing, every time you read a book again, the book is the same, but you learn something different because you're different. And that's what is so powerful. And when you told me that you've gone back and reread my book, it's because you're growing, you're changing, because I think – if we're not growing and changing every day, doesn't matter what our age is, you know, we're dying a little bit. So yeah. that's just part of your growth. And so get those highlighters. Send me the color of the new highlighter, Eileen. I want to see that picture with the new highlighter. <laughs> and it will amaze yourself. And it's so it's so cool to go back. Like I just picked up the Artist's Way actually yesterday that I started in 1998. Honestly, I have like five highlighter colors in there now. And just the notes I wrote to myself and then to look at that and then to see where I am now, because at that time I had not gone through my divorce and I was just going through the divorce. That's what it was. I was just going through my divorce. And, you know, from then until now, it's such a different place, but that's what it is. It's all about the learning. That's all it is. It's all about the growth and the expansion.
0: Well, and especially when it comes to aging, uh, that message is so important, as are various and many messages that you give in your book. But you brought up a point I think is is important to share. And even in your book, which is very positive and filled with things, you don't do pie in the sky stuff. You're honest. You're down to earth with your own struggles. And one of them with growing older is not only do we have our own internal struggles with it, but like you just said, society is putting a bunch of labels on us just because of our age. And bef- and I want to ask you, Dale, I'm kind of throwing this at you, but what do you think about disclosing your age? Obviously, you're doing it with us today, but sometimes I think if we say the years, then people, again, they bring their own messages and might discount us for some. I-, I don't know, there's two sides to that story. What are your thoughts on it? You know,
1: I've just always been that girl of transparency, and I wasn't sure how I would approach it, especially with this birthday at 60. But I was just on stage mm-hmm. in Las Vegas last weekend speaking for um, about 500 people in direct sales. And before I knew it, I said, you know, I just celebrated my 30-30 birthday, and I've decided that, <laughs> you know, every day age is irrelevant. And I just, you know, and it felt a little freeing to me. And I heard the audience go, what? But I think that it's the way you present it because I present it as a positive. Yeah. Then I look at it that that can be an inspiration, and that's what someone they kept coming to me saying, "Oh my gosh, I want your energy at forty, or I want to look like you at forty. You're such an inspiration." Instead of me trying to hide from it, I mean, all you got to do is Google me, you'll find out how old I am. And so um, I don't think for me, and it may not be the same for everybody. But for me, it's
0: more liberating than it is scary. Uh-huh. Well, thank you for that, because that's absolutely right. And I think, to the, you know, what are your secrets or your sickness or something like that? So might as well just lay it all out there. And actually, somebody I was at, it was at, at a dinner party asked me how old I was. And I told her, and she said, oh, you give me hope. <laughs> you know, it just it's right, a little, exactly. <laughs>
1: I yeah. mean, it's a little, that's, yeah, so. that's a little, that takes you back a little bit, but you know what? That's <laughs> what? That is what our calling is in life is to give other hope. And if they're seeing us continuing to press forward with, with all of our goals and dreams at this age, then that gives them permission to do it also. And one of the things I really yeah. always like to refer to, and I know we've talked about this, we're both a huge fan of Louise Hay. She was one of the first books that I really got a hold of. And when you do the research on Louise, she wrote that first book at 50, and she didn't start Hay House until she was 61. And so wow. when you look at the work and what, what lives have been changed, but what if Louise Hay had said at 61, I'm too old to start this publishing division and put out yeah. these new thought thinkers. There are so many lives that would have not been affected if she made age that criteria. And then another thing that most people know, maybe a lot of people don't, Colonel Sanders was 65 years old when he started Kentucky Fried Chicken. And he just wanted somebody to cook his little chicken recipe. And he had 1,009 no's before he got the first yes. But he believed in that. And had he said, somebody says, oh, you're on social security, you're 65, don't start a new business. But you know what? Comparison is a thief. And a comparison to someone else's age is, is nothing but a thief. And if the goal and dream is in your heart, I don't care what your age is. You can make it happen if you don't lay down and give up. And I start preaching. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it when you preach, Dale. And this book is so filled with those kinds of wonderful stories, uplifting. Uh, but again, I, I want and I want to start out with another quote that I've got. You know, your book your book is so filled with wonderful quotes. But this one is just what we're talking about. You will see it when you believe it. So tell us a little right. bit about that truism.
1: Well, you know, it's always been the other way around, that you'll believe it when you see it. Well, you've got to have internal vision in order to see anything in the future. Even the good book, the Bible says, without a vision, the people will perish. That comes straight from the Bible. And I believe without a true vision in your head of where you want to go and be, you really can't get there. It's like getting in your car and setting your GPS. What do you do? You set your end destination into your GPS. But in order for your GPS and your car to work, what do you have to do? You have to put the car in drive. Your GPS (laughs) will not work unless you start driving. And the same is true with the GPS for your life. And another thing a GPS does, if you're, let's say, I'm driving from here to Memphis, Tennessee, I'm in Nashville, and I put in, you know, Memphis, Tennessee. When I get to Jackson, Tennessee, about halfway there, And it's taken me two hours. Do I go, "Hmm, I can't see Memphis. So I'm going to turn around and go back home and start over. No. And that's the same thing with our dreams. Sometimes because it's not happening so fast that we believe that it's not there. No, we just haven't given it time enough to manifest. And I don't even remember, I don't think I did share it in this book. and, And I just feel led to share it with you. When I was a child, one of the things, one of my dreams that was hidden away in my soul that I really never spoke to anyone that I never had the courage to believe because I grew up in this very poor environment in Mississippi was to be on a a soap opera actress and I don't know why, maybe that's because my mother had soap operas on during the day (coughs) and that looked amazing to me but I was never brave enough to follow that acting bug but I did continue to follow my dream, and now I'm a speaker. And just yesterday, one of my really good friends in the past year is uh, Tracy Bregman, who is on The Young and the Restless and has been for 30 years. And I shared that with Tracy yesterday, and I said, Tracy, I feel like I should share this with you. This was my dream, and I said, the fact that you and I are even friends, and this is what you do, is just amazing to me. And it's and it's the universe showing out. And she said. I so love that you shared that with me. And so, it's little things like that 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 as we age, I think we are more aware, maybe Eileen, I don't know if you are, I I think we we realize that time is shorter, you know, as we age yeah. and that these callings that we have We can't excuse our way out anymore. We got to get all in. And so like, oh, I'll try this for a minute or I'll try that for a minute. But whatever your age is, if there's a calling in your soul, if there's a direction in your heart, I'm going to tell you right now, you better get all in. Because that's where your joy, that's where your freedom, and that's where your agelessness lies. Oh, that was good, wasn't it?
0: (laughs) Yes, it was. Jeez, These just pop right out of your mouth and they are they so like, important. I've never said that. Write that right one down, right down. And I'll, I'll write, write it down and put else. it in different colors. <laughs> 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 well, one of the things though again, uh, with aging, um we suffer some things that we don't when we're younger. One of them is the loss of friends, the loss of loved ones. There's some and mm-hmm. the loss of our youthful vision, you know, I mean again we want to keep those important visions, but <clears throat> some of those things really do require you know it can can set us back a little bit and i know you sure. wrote in the book that women tend tend to suffer more from depression than men what do we right. do then is this where the affirmations you call affirmations fuel for the soul is that where we can pull ourselves out of it or what are your thoughts about that dale
1: oh absolutely i believe it's i believe it's even more than affirmations. it's grabbing those books of people who have gone before us like louise hay one of my uh Books and the fact that I recommended to my friend Tracy yesterday was a book called Something More by Sarah Ben Eckwith. She wrote The Simple Abundance, but this Something More book for women is one of the most powerful books I've ever read. And because we are such givers and we are the world's greatest caretakers, and I preach this over and over again, you've got to put on your calendar that 30 minutes to refuel your soul every day. And especially as you get older, to build your personal self-esteem is critical. And now because of social media where we are comparing ourselves to perfect versions that are actually not real then we take ourselves down a path of destruction that is not even realistic. And we see all these pictures and we think that person woke up that way. No, that's what we call a filter these days. So you don't compare yourself to anything other than are you better than you were yesterday. And it's hard to do that. And it's, you know, I'm not perfect at it. Of course, when I stop and go, gosh, I'm 60, you know, there's moments of pause. I'll tell you, I'll be straight up about it, but I don't let myself stay there. I might go, oh, that, that didn't feel good. Okay, what can I focus on? Because a positive and a negative thought cannot reside in the same space, and you can't carry yourself into this area of stress if you're focused on a blessing. So sometimes it's every minute, and you've got to stop and make that choice, because like I said, being really sad about something and then holding a blessing, you can't hold them both at the same time. So stop and find the blessing that you've been given sixty years or fifty years or seventy one years. You know, I lost one of my dear friends at age forty seven. I miss him every day. And never when a million years would I have believed that man who was so full of life would have never seen fifty. And when I spoke for his service, it was one of the hardest things I've ever ever had to do ever had to do and but I turned that into a celebration of the 47 years that he did live so so what it's your age every day you wake up and you look up and see the light of day you better say I am thankful for this age I am thankful for this day what can I do what can I do to serve others and what can I do to grow and expand and be my best
0: self Oh, Dale, not only did I get tooth chills, but I'm getting tears in my eyes. You are one heck of a motivational speaker, excuse me, I have to say. So I am, speaking of being a caregiver and all that, I've already taken more time than I asked for, and I don't want to end quite yet. So I know, um, again, this book that I love so much, Good Morning Gorgeous, but you mentioned before we went on air that you're working on something new. So do you have a little bit of time to tell us about that?
1: Uh, Yes. And it's, it's a work in progress. Right now, the working title is called Be Strong Gorgeous. Because growing up, I, w- I, I would not have characterized myself as strong. And I grew up in an age where uh, I, the course I took was people-pleasing 101. And I was surrounded by generations of women that did nothing but sacrifice themselves in service to others. I am not saying not to be in service to others. That is not what I'm saying. But if you're in so much service to others that you lose yourself, then you can't, you can't be your best for anyone else. And, I, and this book came around because I was sitting on the porch at my family home in Mississippi, which I'll be back there this week, and to, talking to my 82-year-old mother. And I'm listening hmm. to her talk about the regrets of her life and how she gave up some of the things she really loved. And she gave them up because she was trying to always, you know, have every meal on the table for my daddy and all of that. Not that she wouldn't have done that anyway, but she just walked away from everything that she really wanted to do. And it hit me so hard. And so I think being strong just means being strong for yourself and speaking up for yourself and not being afraid to own Your own dreams and visions, and finding one accountability person that you can share that with, and that's why I encourage people if they have no one personally in their world to send me an email or send me a message on social media, so that we can be strong for each other. So that's the that's the way we're headed right now. That direction may change, but that's where I'm headed right now, and. I'm also finishing up a fiction book, which I never dreamed in a million years I would write, Wow! Dear. and that's so scary. It is so, I will, I will tell you right now, it's the scariest thing I've ever done, but I've had some interesting things happen along the way in my life. I had a catfisher off of um, social media a few years ago that um, I didn't know what that was at the time, people pretending to be someone they're not. And uh, that was a business experience that um, I've added into the fiction book. And so I've taken all these kind of crazy experiences, and the book has kind of written itself. And um, honestly, I, I'm, I can't believe I'm even saying this on the air right now because I haven't really verbalized it very much. But it's, it's scary. But um, I believe it was given to me for a reason. And so I'm just kind of being taking the dictation, if you will. So that's the other thing. And I'm starting a new podcast. Uh, we're hoping to start in September called The Hope Doctors. And hope is oh helping other people excel. And we will be interviewing people that help give hope. And I hope that you'll be a good guest on my podcast. Oh,
0: gosh, David. Now, that just lifted me off the floor. <laughs> Everything else. Absolutely. Wow. What you? And you know, I think the thing about doing things that are frightening—you know—you hear people say, "Oh, I try to do something frightening," but that's the only way you're going to feel stronger. Like, be strong—you've got to kind of take those Absolutely. risks. Absolutely. And wow. Absolutely. Wow, Dale. Well, Absolutely. what an inspiration you are on so many levels. And uh, the—I <clears throat> keep referring to the book. We haven't spent too much time on it, but other than alluding to it, but wow, it's packed with these kind Everything of messages that we've and more.
1: Everything we talked about. Yes, everything we've talked about and all those messages
0: are in the book. And I just
1: want to invite anybody to follow me on social media. It's Dale Smith Thomas at Instagram, Dale Smith Thomas at Twitter, and Dale Smith Thomas fan page on Facebook. I do post um, positive messages every day. And then the Hope Doctors uh, with an S, I Hope Doctors. We also have an Instagram account and a Facebook account where I'm posting things and we will be starting that podcast um, next month as our shoot, as our goal. And so I look forward to continuing to support your work, Eileen, and I will
0: send you an invitation to be a guest on my show. Well, that's wonderful. And you forgot one thing because I love it, your, Mo- your Monday uh, inspirational messages. Every
1: Monday. Yes, every Monday. <clears throat> yeah. um, the Mondays I've been in town.
0: I write a message,
1: and I actually sent it out to my, all of my following a few weeks ago. Do you still want to get this in email? Because uh, a person was saying, nobody reads email anymore. You need to switch to just social media. And it was an overwhelming response. No. Send this to my email. <laughs> if, you go to, yeah. if you go to my website, which is winnersbychoice.com, there's a little link on the front page, or dalesmiththomas.com. And you can link to Motivational Monday and start being a part of our Motivational Monday family. Thank you for mentioning that.
0: Well, talk about motivational. You you embody the word. Dale, what a delight. I was so looking forward to talking with you. And as always, you surpass even my highest expectations and oh, desires. thank you, doll. Thank you I so much. I a
1: goal to come to California and speak and see you.
0: And that is that I'm going to hold you to for sure okay <laughs> and um for all of you listeners out there, uh please check out Dale's wonderful websites. Get a copy of her book, Good Morning Gorgeous. Believe me, it will change your life. It will make it so much richer and better. And as especially as we're getting a little bit older, it's wonderful to have that kind of messages that Dale shares so freely and so importantly to all of us. Um, and in the meantime, don't forget to go out there and show the world just how feisty and fabulous a woman over 50 can be. This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio and I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.